0: Are you not entertained? Is this not why you were here?
1: (laughs) Turn the music up, turn me down.
0: Google. Let's go get him again.
1: This time it's for the money, my nigga. Brooklyn, stand up have been a nigga this good for this long, this hood. Ooh, for this pop, this hot, for this wait. Woof, so what that song. hatin' and make a up, step do? It's, it's TBD. Shit. They crazy. We they back in the building. It's been me. a while. It ain't my fault, though. <laughs> Niggas is going to Atlanta and all types of different places and, like, fucking up this shit. But, like, all that happened... And we ain't even get a chance to really talk about the finals like that. I mean, the world know what happened, but now the con the conversation has shifted, and I don't really fuck with how it's shifted, keep it shifted. Keeping it being with you because it's like going into the finals, like Steph Curry probably was already top ten, and like I understand it's like well, who you gonna take out, who you gonna keep in. I'd rather go top 10s based on, like, positions, like top 10 guards, top 10 forwards, top 10 center, shit like that, because there's so many of them. I can make a top 10 all time of eight bigs, Bron and Magic. Seven bigs, Bron, Mike, Magic. That's not fun, but that is a reflection of how the league used to be. But now, Curry done fucked the game up, yo. Because when I sit and I'm watching this nigga hit some random-ass three in the garden, Madison Square Garden, not TD Garden. I mean, he had a lot there, too. But after that one three he made in the garden, for the rest of his career, every single three that he makes is a historic made shot. And I feel like that little little just tidbit of information is the reason why niggas got to give some respect where it's due. Because what else do you want from Steph Curry now? That's my question. I don't know if you need or want anything from him, but like unanimous MVP, MVP, multi scoring champ, this, that, in the fifth, most threes made ever, all that shit. Now you got a finals MVP, which they told me is a reason why he ain't him. He really should have two, but I don't, I don't, am I tripping?
0: I don't think you're tripping. I mean, he's also a player with 80 plus threes in a single playoff series, and he's done that four times. The rest of the NBA combined has only done it once. So it's like, like when you start throwing stats out like that, you really hear the greatness. Like that's how you can really like see the tangible greatness of a Steph Curry. And like you said, bro, I thought he was top 10 before he won this finals just how great of a shooter he's been how much of a winner he's been and to be a to be a lower level draft pick coming out of a mid major level and being the guy that he is today that's greatness I, I just i don't we've never seen somebody play the game the way that he plays the game and he's changed the game like we have an absurd amount of you know respect and gratitude for a guy like Allen Iverson. Did he win a lot of games? No, he didn't win a lot of games. But he was so influential on the culture of basketball that he is viewed and revered as a great player. Same thing with Steph Curry. Just he's won four championships, bruh. Like, and now has a Finals MVP. And he definitely could have had one before. But I mean, I get it. You know, you want to give it to Andre Iguodala because he somewhat played. Good defense against LeBron James, who almost averaged a triple-double. But, like, whatever, though, like, right? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Antics, I
1: guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, good for the Warriors, bro. Good for the Warriors. I needed them to win this chip. People was hating on them. This, I think this chip solidifies them as a dynasty, don't you think?
1: Are you sure you want to discuss what a dynasty is or isn't? Because the Lob City guys haven't done it anyway. Of course it's a fucking dynasty, bro. <laughs> what is it? Eight chips, appearances, four rings. I mean, you look at just Clay Thompson outside of his injured years. He's been to the finals six straight times. I don't know if they have eight appearances. How long have they been in the finals? They went to the finals what? Eight times, right? It would have to be. And if it's not eight now, it probably will be eight when James Wiseman and them guys come back. Now, can we talk about this just for a second?
0: Because there's a lot of people who are out on James Wiseman, you know, feel like, you know, what is he really going to bring to this team? How is he going to change the dynamic of this team going forward uh, now that we're moving past the finals? Like, what does that necessarily mean for this Warriors team to have a guy like James Wiseman coming to
1: the fold? It's going to bring that dynamic that they've never really had. And it's going to sound funny to say, but the closest comparison that I would draw now, granted, we don't know what James Wiseman looks like. We know the ability, we know the touch around the rim, the ability. We've seen it a little bit. We've seen a little bit. We've seen the glimpses, but like he's seven foot plus athletic. Stretch the floor. They haven't had anything like that that didn't stretch the floor by the end. They didn't have anything like that since JaVale McGee, of all people. He's probably been their best center during their whole run. And that's wild to say because, like, his rebrand is dope. Right. But I just think, you know, you're going to have year two of Clay coming back. That's a little scary. Jordan Poole is only going to get better. Got a question for you about that guy in a second. Pool party! Yeah, like, I just just think, like, granted, the West is going to be crazy next year. Like, I would not be shocked if the Warriors finished as a two or three seed and the Clippers were somewhere between one and four. I don't know what it is. I just feel like the Clippers are going to have a a lot to say next season. But the Warriors are probably going to bring back most of the roster, insert James Wiseman, and he's going to bring that dynamic, that height, that length, and we're probably going to see them turn into a very – very very great defensive team more so than they have because like think about like they held boston under 100 points multiple times in the finals Mm -hmm. they were snapping all throughout the playoffs before they got to the finals. and like like remember when brady retired the first time and everybody was running all those stats about just brady's dominance here brady's dominance there brady's dominance at 30 40 and it's like damn like we knew that he was goat but like like you said earlier when you see those those names across certain stats or certain time periods within the sport in the playoffs in the conference finals or in the conference championship and in the championship game or in the finals it's like like, damn, Steph Curry, they told me he wasn't really bull in the fourth quarter in the finals. But that's
0: definitely what they told us.
1: If there's five slots on most points scored in the fourth quarter in the finals, Curry got three, almost four, of them you know? So that's a little confusing to me. And it's just like, I just... Like, I don't know what people want the Warriors to do. Like, they went from worst... Worst, <clears throat> worst record in the league to them bounced out of the playing game the following year to it in the chip. That's nuts. But I think
0: when you really look at it and you look at the type of players on the team, it shouldn't really surprise you. None of those guys were, were like touted guys. Like none of those guys were like, had anything just given to them their whole career. Clay, you know, coming off those two back-to-back injuries and, and, really trying to find his game again and find, you know, his get back to where he was playing before the injuries. Draymond came out of school, had to, you know, grind for everything that he had. Everybody doubted him, has always doubted him. Steph had the ankle injuries early in his career, had to fight through that, had to fight through being a small guard and putting on weight and really, you know, putting in the work day in, day out. And and that's the reason why he is such a great player. Like all those guys have had to fight through adversity their whole careers so like i don't like i'm not really surprised when i see them eventually getting back to the top because that's what they do
1: it's (laughs) it's crazy because like they found jordan pool like we watched jordan pool in michigan nice little player got his ass kicked explosive at times definitely got his ass kicked
0: I mean,
1: he was getting his ass kicked in the playoffs and shit too because he really can't guard nobody which please leads me to this question oh shit a couple of my homies hit me up asking about yo who would you rather have jordan Poole or tyrese maxey and i said oh i said oh that's that's a good one that's a good one because me personally I'm going to have to rock with Maxi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he guards a little bit more. But I wouldn't be opposed to anyone picking pool because you look at his seven last 17 or so games before the season ended 28, 25, 37, 30, like wild numbers. For a guy that you wouldn't really expect to be that. But Steph was in and out clay was coming back he kind of he kind of leveled the waters for the warriors mm-hmm. but then you look at Tyrese maxi and it's like you're in a different role you're in a different dynamic like he had to flourish a little bit more and like yeah he wasn't as consistent at certain times but you know he's a young player he's going to It's going to step into it. So I need to know. I mean, neither was
0: Jordan Poole. Let's, let's be real. Jordan Poole wasn't always as consistent as we are trying to make him seem. He's had games where he's been down, scoring 15 points and being, being timid and being passive. So I think obviously both young players still have a lot of time to develop and grow their game. And both are very talented players and will be very big key focal points for championship teams and championship organizations for years to come. But yeah, for me, I'm, choosing Maxi like that's, he's a dog. Like, Poo's a dog, but like, like Maxie's a bulldog. Like he, like, I mean, he's really my guy. Like I'll put him up against anybody's dog type shit. Like,
1: that's just how I feel. But how is that your guy though? Like I'm, I don't know if that's accurate. Like, I mean, look, I'm not going to pull the receipts. It's fine. It's okay. Because I remember once upon a time when someone didn't like Tyrese Maxey, it was trying to tell me he was this, that, and the fifth. And I'm just like, okay, fine. Whatever. Sure. Cool. Take a, take a breath. A <gasps> couple years later. Yo, man. Tyrese Maxey, King Corso. That's my guy. Great day. Woo, woo. ow, ow. Nah. I'm not letting you get away with that. And I need, you know what I'm not letting people get away with? What changing the narrative on Bradley fucking Bill? I'm not letting people. I'm not letting people do it. Oh, he just said sit down with Taylor Brooks. You sound like he want to leave. I don't care, because I was out here walking walking around with thermals with free Brad Bill on them joints. And every time I turned around, he was making me look bad. Resigning, doubling down, tripling down. I love DC, Washington Wizards. Oh. now all of a sudden he. Some of my free agency gonna be crazy. So it's only gonna be crazy if you end up in Philly, bro. Because if you go down there in Miami, you might end up on my list. It's nasty, bro. Because like, like we've
0: said a lot this this season and months ago, Brad Bill should have been out of there. Like, should have been got like. Bro, yeah, I guess it's all like it's all fun and games to be like Dame and and to be like, yeah, I'm staying home, I'm staying here, you know. Pentos down. But that it's corny when you're sitting there and you're making all that bread and your bank account is full, but you're not playing in June. You're not playing in May. It's not fun then when you got to go back into the gym and, and work on your game, but you know you're doing all this work. For nothing because you know you ain't got no legitimate shot at no championship bro it's corny then man. it's hard because now you got to get up every day put all that work in put all that hard sweat and tears into your game for you to know at the end of the day you don't got enough <laughs> it's good
1: <laughs> but it ain't enough it's not enough yo <laughs> it's just not and like this shit that really be killing me is like He led the league in scoring one year. Two years ago, I think. Wasn't all NBA. Didn't make no all-star team. People was up in arms. I was one of those people. And that, like, what does El say? It was fun a minute ago, huh? Not anymore, (laughs) huh? No. No, it's not fun anymore, is it? No. Zero fun, sir. (laughs) Zero fun. 30 at 3rd. Yeah, it's not fun no more, bruh. And like I would love for him to go somewhere and play some meaningful basketball because I think he's a player that would show up. We haven't seen him play any type of meaningful basketball outside of when he was him and Walt. And they lost that joint to the Celtics in IT four. You mean then Celtics do the weird shit, let him go. They bring in Kyrie, they falter even more. And now all of a sudden, people telling me Kyrie Irving. It's going to the fucking Lakers. There's no way. How? I don't see. I don't see him going back and playing with Braun. I would love that. I personally do think that could happen, but we don't know what their relationship is. We don't even know what Kyrie feels about his shadow someday. Well, I mean, I do that's that's
0: very true. But I think that they have gotten past the whole situation of like. LeBron trying to be like his dad or whatever, or yeah, the media that was a trying lot of to media. Yeah, which was it that was wild because you know, especially the relationship that Kyrie has with his father. It's that was just a very I feel like that was a very weird. I think that also affected their relationship. Like Absolutely. that that narrative being out there, because it made Kyrie feel like, uh, oh, I feel like I gotta pull away from you because they're trying to like. Push this narrative and the way that I truly feel about my dad, like I would never want to disrespect him like that. So, but like other than that, I do feel like they're on pretty solid terms. But I just I think Bron would get frustrated with the way Kyrie is right now. Like, Kyrie's gonna do what he wants to do, and Bron is very, you know, strict about regimen and like we're doing this, we're on the same page. This is how we win, this is how we get to championships, and Kyrie knows how he is and. So I just think both of them know that their play styles are like not even play styles but their their daily routines just don't match each other's.
1: Yeah, like like they I mean they came out and said, you know, quiet is kept that they you know spoke and hashed it out or whatever the case may be. So like from that aspect, given what we know about them, they won a championship, probably the greatest championship ever. I could see it working, but like you said, the approach might be something that could hold that championship run. I just don't think from like a trade standpoint would be possible. Like if he leaves the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant's out of there, whether it's this year or next year. Because if I'm KD, I'm like, hey, yo, like I, I could be working on chip. Who knows how much? I wanted to go rock with my guy. I respect that, but also as now, it's like I really hope that we get to see a healthy and whole version of the Nets because we don't. We haven't really gotten a chance to see them play together when it matters. Like the Harden KD Kyrie dynamic was something that was nuts for that eight games that they did it. Right, KD and Kyrie look crazy together on the floor. We've seen it. But like he's not going to the Knicks. The man don't like the Knicks. He's from Jersey. He don't give a fuck about the Knicks. His Knicks are the Nets. Yep. And that's just how it's going to be. So I don't see him going anywhere. Someone's trying to tell me, well, he can end up on the Clippers with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. There's no way on the planet Earth that the Clippers can unload a bunch of assets, still holster a good team, and happen to have Kyrie... Paul George and Kawhi Leonard as after one, two, three. It's just not going to happen. I don't see that happening. I just see a posturing position of, you know, what I need a little bit more bread, a little bit more security. That's just what happens in the offseason. I don't know if I can pay attention too much to it until he actually gets traded, if that happens, but I don't, I can't see it happening.
0: I mean, I think, uh, you know, Scoop was on uh, Freddie's show last night. He was kind of talking about how, you know, like kind of alluding to what you said about KD and, you know, him going there to play with Kyrie and kind of KD's willingness to let Kyrie do whatever and kind of go through, you know, whatever he had to go through and kind of handle his business the way he, he chose. But I think what, really stood out to me about what he said yesterday, last night, was that he said Kyrie owes KD this next season. Like KD gave a season basically to Kyrie. Like he didn't complain. He didn't really out Kyrie. Like he gave a season of his career, which is very valuable. And he's at the, he's in the prime of his career right now. Like he gave a free season to Kyrie. And, like, basically let him do whatever he wanted with it. And it's like, bro, okay, like, I did that. Like, I need something in return. Like, bro, you made my guy James Harden not want to be here. And I understood why that happened. So, like, you either got to buy in or let me know so I know how to, you know, redirect my career. Because, like, they have to have some type of brother-to-brother conversation about, like, bro, like, legitimately, this is what I did for you, bro. And, like, whether you like it or not, like, I need some type of reciprocation or some type of openness about what you're
1: doing. Yeah, because it wasn't like he just gave away like a season. Like he did give away a season, but it was a post Achilles. I look like me still even maybe a little bit better type of season. Like I think he was looking like if I woke up tomorrow, didn't remember any basketball and you just turn on a game it was like, you watch this shit, and it happened to be Nets Bucks, and then you told me to go the skinny dude with the seven on his chest. He just tore his shit a couple years ago. I would tell you, ain't no way, ain't no way. <laughs> he doing whatever he feel like out there against that big, strong freak of nature. Mm, no way. So Kyrie owes him something. It's technically should be a championship because they probably would have won one if the pandemic didn't hit and all these unique circumstances. And like, you know, when it rains and pours, anything that can go go wrong will like that's what's been going on for for Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. Yeah. And it's fucked maybe- up because now people was like, oh, well, Steph got a championship. Kevin Durant has to do this. Like, yeah, maybe he does have to get one without Curry. Sure. But that don't change who that man is though to that's me fine.
0: no i mean i i think i agree with that so i mean i feel like that's fine kitty just leave come to philly like he already was talking about how much he loved my man joel and how you know he got snubbed for the mvp and how you know died people you know fans they just like Jokic and Giannis more. That's why they, you know, or win, winning these MVPs. But you know, he knows he knows how my how my big guy carries it. <laughs> big stepper. <laughs> no, 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 not like me in Atlanta at the gala. I'm talking about Joel and B. Just for clarification, my fault. I was
1: just trying to figure out if you said that you actually listened to the Kendrick Lamar album because you talking about big steppers and shit. So I just wanted to make sure that of I course, I
0: was... of course, I, I just listened went... to Kendrick Lamar's album. I... I just wanted to make sure that you were. Did you? I'm sorry. Did you listen to the album? I just didn't know. I listen to all things, sir. Did you? Did you find that TDE shirt at a thrift store? Is that you found that? You were thrifting.
1: Nah, I was you were thrifting. Isaiah Rashad concert.
0: No, 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 no. You said you were. You were thr- You was at the Goodwill. Okay. Okay. Wow
1: isaiah rashad concert goodwill okay okay
0: that's what I, not, I thought so
1: <laughs> i don't know if you know about that style of music
0: i am the music
1: i don't know if that's true either <laughs> i'm I just the music. don't know. how what does what what makes one the music
0: knower of all music an eclectic taste of music that's me
1: you know like kevin durant been on twitter a lot lately like challenging people when they say things like um alpha player <laughs> you know like buzzword ish type of things when it comes to basketball
0: right 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 like
1: eclectic music taste is a buzzword thing because yeah i don't know i can't just say that that's you.
0: I like a lot of different genres.
1: Nah, because if I'm like, yo, like, play me your favorite selection show from the 500s or the 400s, I don't know if you even know where to find such music at. <laughs> to be honest with you. And you know, that's kind of how everybody's feeling about a certain album that just came out in the middle of other album that just came out and like We just have to like relax sometimes, especially for people that don't listen to certain music at a certain rate, like guys like you. No, you why do you do this? Why do you do this? I just don't know if you're if you're like a BPM type of guy, you know. You remember the Dreamville Revenge of the Dreamers doing when Cole's sitting there and they try and redo a song that he been had out. He's like, oh, maybe we should change the BPM to seventy-two. He's like, bro, this whole session been in seventy-two, and he's like, oh, what the fuck? Niggas don't really listen to music over one hundred and ten when it comes to BPMs and shit like that. So when you hear albums like Pusha, might be rap album of the year, by the way. I know you hate that. <laughs> I know that wasn't really your your era. You more like Roddy Rich and them 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 regular. Here today, going forever, niggas. Oh my god! Hey, like, like, cold drop, Kenny drop, push drop, and then Drake comes out of left field with the House album, and niggas lost their fucking minds. Do you remember, or do you have anyone who was hitting you up like, yo, this shit is fucking terrible?
0: Literally everybody, everybody was like, yo, this shit is trash. I had people screen recording their phones of them unadding it on Apple Music.
1: Like, make sure, make sure they send you the video of them re-adding it. <laughs> please, please do that. Because I ain't gonna lie, bro. I stayed up that night. It was a wild night. Ship was crowned. New Drake coming. I saw you know me. I'm gonna stay up. Six, 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 six. Intro came on, and then I hear a whole bunch of and I'm like, okay, <laughs> ain't no way he did this for the whole tape. But then I waited till the sun came up and I listened again. I was like, okay, I can get down with this, I can subscribe to this.
0: I mean, yeah, bro. That joint dropped when I was in a Al- I mean, in Atlanta, and I'm like, hearing, I'm like. Well, wasn't expecting this, <laughs> but I think the next day when I was listening to it, I was like, all right, I can vibe with it a little bit. I can, you know, it's house music, though. So, like, that's what people also got to realize. Like, it's not, I think it's not what we expected from Drake. But now that Beyonce kind of did kind of the similar thing, everybody like, oh, okay, they try trying to have us outside now. But it's like, y'all wasn't saying that just three days ago when Drake dropped his. But now that Beyonce is on the same type vibe, now it's okay.
1: And not to mention, though, like, 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 house music's been a thing. Like, Selection has been a thing. Not to say that you're a sole proprietor of house music, because we all know Philly, Jersey, Delaware area, and and the party music growing up. Yeah, it's different. Like, you have Go-Go out in D.C., like. There's different subgenres and Afro beats and Afrocentric shit that like you can find readily. You don't have to listen to the same shit all the time. Thanks. And going into listening to music with expectations is a ridiculous concept to me. Well, I think that like
0: is, Drake's never really. I mean, more life is kind of this vibe, but it's not. It's obviously more mainstream, but. People have never really heard a full like a full album like that from Drake. So I think it just caught a lot of people off guard. I don't think they went into it expecting something, but they also, I mean, it's like an artist. Like when you listen to an artist, when you listen to Cole, like you're expecting a certain vibe, you're expecting a certain uh type of flow from Cole. So when you don't get something that you expect from a certain artist, it kind of throws you off. Like that Roddy Rich album, like he was on a wholly, totally different vibe than what he normally does. He probably should have never done that because it was a trash album. But like, people were thrown off about that. You know what I mean? So,
1: yeah, I guess like, I guess for me, like, I don't really go into album releases expecting certain, expecting to hear certain shit. Like, if I'm going, I'm going to listen to a, a new Ludacris album. Like when he was dropping shit. I'm only expecting to hear a random freestyle in the back end of the album because that was the thing that he did. Everything else between that skits, maybe intros, okay. And like, if I listen to Drake, if I listen to Kanye, if I listen to Hov, I listen to Kendrick, like Ross, all every artist who's who's good enough to do it, they are allowed an experimental album. Whether you like it or not or prefer it or not. Then uh, Wayne did that rock album, right? Wayne did a rock album. Hove did a rock album. Ye dropped the album Unmastered. Mm -hmm. It awaits all beats. Kendrick dropped the album like Prince did of throwaways and turned that into an album. You know, so like, like Cole dropped things that are pretty much in his wheelhouse, but we all know that there's certain albums that he dropped we were kind of just like, ah, It's a cool album.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like some people don't fuck with Four Year Eyes.
0: That shit is fire. I don't know what I I think Four Year Eyes is is a dope ass album. I
1: don't. And I'm one of them niggas because I'm just like ah, it's cool. <sighs> you mean because I also like I would rather hear. This is a bad bad example because it's probably an expectation, but I would rather hear like the one the warm up or come up or Friday Night Lights uh, cold before I hear Four Year Eyes But again it could be his experimental album, his most personal album. And like, that's something that people have to accept. You have to accept that music that lasts is always going to sound different than the music that's hot right now. Yeah. Like we've heard the box for a summer and a half, haven't heard it since. Haven't heard it since. But you still hear the backseat freestyle randomly. It's a reason for that. But expectations for albums is not the way to go because especially if you hear something like Drake just drop it's like damn like I got one and a half songs of rapping I'm I'm cool. Until scary hours three or some shit dropped in it's like okay I see what's going on here totality, vision summer is yours all right fine. But your guy's coming. Your guy Christopher's company dropped a he dropped a nice little little reggae infused track with WizKid, man.
0: All I know is, bro, when we go to the concert on the 28th, I need him to play the classics. I'm sorry. I okay, play some of that new stuff that you drop. Whatever, dude. I need <laughs> <laughs> I need I need the classics, bro. I I need popping. I need i need all that i need yo for
1: sure i heard yo yo. five times in the last week i need yo i need all of it
0: is what i'm saying like i don't want you giving me 12 tracks off of your last two albums which were like 20 songs each
1: 25 songs each
0: bro give me the good stuff I need you popping and locking. This is my first time seeing you in concert. So I need I need that.
1: Yeah, I need that. Definitely need that. I also need people to stop with this whole Chris Brown Michael Jackson thing because it's not fair.
0: It's just that's kind of like you want to know what it's kind of like this Chris Brown Michael Jackson conversation is kind of like this Tatum Kobe situation.
1: Nah, it's probably more like a Braun Kobe. Braun MJ thing because like we got to give respect to both dudes and all. like I Tatum ain't win shit so he ain't got no Grammy I mean you ain't really got shit for real like I mean you cute little player like you you might be like on or somebody like that like you hot right now you cool <laughs> not him comparing Tatum to Gibeon I'm oh, dead we talking about like wow <laughs> here like like, since I came out 16. He said, man, what the fuck? I remember, like, that was the thing. I remember watching that joint on the big TV with the bubble in the back and Chris Brown on that joint. I'm like, who the fuck is this, this hot-ass nigga with this regular-ass marketing name? Chris Brown. Ain't no way. I so said, where the fuck they find this nigga at? Light-skinned boy, dancing and shit? sing. <laughs> uh-huh. Fast forward to now, it's like, well, shit. Remember the BET Michael Jackson tribute? Shit. That shit was crazy. They don't just let niggas tribute Mike and say, go do your thing.
0: He was killing that shit. That was a very emotional time because that was post the Rihanna situation. So. Yeah,
1: hey, but like at the end of the wild. day, like, I mean, he said it himself, like, man, that's Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, there is no, like, yo, he better than Mike at this. Like, talent. All right. If you want to have the talent conversation, sure. Whatever. Can Michael Jackson paint? I don't know. Never seen it happen.
0: Can Michael Jackson?
1: Like where? Why are we
0: get like? Come on, bro. Like, like let's just the man leave. Ryan Clark and Jay Will and them niggas.
1: You're like you talking about talent? He can dance. He can sing. He can paint. He can hoop. He can act. It's like all right. I mean, if Mike wanted to do all that stuff, I'm sure he could. Like Prince could hoop too. But we ain't saying that this nigga's better than Steve Nash right now. Like we, we gotta chill literally literally at the end of the day it's just like we're we're talking about michael jackson here like nigga made thriller (laughs) (laughs) like
0: man in the mirror
1: (laughs) his his music is is staples of events across the world at all it's timeless timeless music so it's like niggas just gotta chill out with all that shit but is there one song that you need chris brown to do at the concert like above all else,
0: above all else, I'm trying to think. I think if anything, I really need to hear like "Young Love." Like that was really my John Like it was the it's a that's a that's a classic John that nobody really talk about. But like "Young Love" is my shit. You know, I got with my girl when we was in high school. So you yeah. know, I was you I mean. It was just I think- you know easily connectable John. I, I I need a song. that or no bullshit. That or
1: no bullshit. I was gonna say I need no bullshit or like I mean, uh, no bullshit would be cool. Deuces would be cool. Something to get everybody to sing that joint in unison. Facts. But I mean, we'll keep niggas posted, man. That's TBD, man. Definitely TBD. He said, ah he hey.
0: woo woo woo. Are you not
1: entertained?
0: Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Fuck this. What
1: more can I say?